I, I get this question a lot and I want to give it a valiant response. I don't know if that's the right word, valiant response. Uh, but you may be wondering, um, are, are my ex-co-host Gina and I still friends? And the answer is, I think I've, I, I may be being a shit friend, uh, but you can decide when I tell you what's going on today in the cheese may. Hi, my name's Kramer and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy not just any mama's boy you're a certified mama's boy and this is the certified mama's boy podcast welcome to the certified mama's boy podcast i'm steve kramer uh, this is a feel-good podcast that we do every single day Ooh, my goodness uh with, with my mom and it's got three principles it's live laugh and love your mom and uh yeah that's what we do we share our lives good or bad we laugh a lot when we can and we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, Mom. Hi, honey. Okay, there's two things that I've been noticing on social media over the weekend that I want to go over. One's a little more serious. One's a little more whatever. We'll go over the whatever one first. Um, what? How are we feeling about Christmas decorations? Because I feel like <laughs> I'm seeing them earlier than ever this year. Yes. Uh, Jess, my co-host, put them up. But it wasn't just Jess. I mean, as I'm like going through Insta stories, because I, I mean, I'm, I'm literally... I couldn't be more quarantine. Like I'm just in my little bubble up here. I'm just whatever. Like my only excitement comes from my neighbor's house, which by the way, um, (laughs) (laughs) it looks like, I don't think they're home. The upstairs light is on, but like the fourth floor light is on, but I don't see anybody in there. They're out for the weekend. I think so. I think they're just rich people that just, I don't think they're there all the time. Uh Um, So anyway, back to this. Um, I don't really know how like like I I have always thought that that Christmas decorations go up after Thanksgiving. That's always been a me a thing to me. Like I just feel like I get burnt out if I do it a day before Thanksgiving. I'm just like I'm over it. By the time it just doesn't even seem special anymore. If they go up too soon, then by the time Christmas even gets there, you're like, "Eh, yeah, sure. It's been here for you know eight weeks now. There's nothing fun or special about this. what mom thoughts on, on Christmas decorations? Because are we, are we just going to just universally accept this year that we're just going to be early with them? Well, I think that this is crazy, crazy 2020 year and anything goes. So if it makes you feel good, do it. Are you going to put yours up? No way. You know, I, you know, in a perfect world, I would love to follow the Episcopal tradition, which is to decorate your tree when Christmas on Christmas Eve, when Christmas is here, and celebrate it through Epiphany, which is January twelfth. Well, you all would never buy into that. No, that's not terrible. having it. Not having yeah. it. So no, that's we would um, we would start somewhere around the first week of December, and then we would go until a little bit after New Year's. Yeah, I I just so, I don't know. You know what, to each his own is what but I say. No, I don't I like it. I mean, they start playing Christmas carols on Halloween now. Yeah, I don't think that – I don't think that anybody should have them up a second before Halloween. I think that you're yeah. in like the weirdo category <laughs> if you had them up between November 1st and November 25th or whatever Thanksgiving is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I think you're a normal person if you put them up <laughs> after Thanksgiving – I think you're a weirdo again, though, if you put them up on Christmas Eve. That'd be so disappointing. Uh, I can imagine, I can imagine putting up 
And like nobody wants to celebrate Christmas in July 15th. Nobody wants to do that. I can't imagine how that would even feel. Like I just want to get those damn things down and like put them up and just be done with it after it's done. Yeah, it's peer pressure. I mean, in our neighborhood, remember, your dad used to get all anxious because he would say, Oh God, you know, it's the week after Thanksgiving. And look, all these smart people have been out there during, you know, Thanksgiving day, putting up their lights and now it's cold, it's rainy. We can't get out there. Oh my, 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 my. He would stress so much over that. Yeah. I feel like social media adds like a different aspect to that though. Cause once you start to see people that are starting to have their, you know, their decorations up and then you're oh, like, oh, yeah. up, am I behind? Am I got to fit in with the Joneses and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Um, I, I have made an executive decision that I'm not going to decorate for Christmas this year, which kind of makes me sad because I, last year I went all out and it felt great. It was the first time I had, let's go back to a year ago today. Um, more or less, I was like, my life was kind of coming back together. Things were feeling good. And I, when I bought my house in San Diego, I was super excited because I always wanted to have, like, it was a great Christmas house. Like the mm-hmm. way the den was set up, like a big window in the front, it'd be a great Christmas house. Yes. So I decided because my ex-wife hated Christmas that I was going to just do a big Christmas Mm-hmm. get together at my house. I was going to have all my coworkers over, my morning show people over, mm-hmm. and we were going to have a, um, the Christmas dinner over there. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, so I did, and I spent literally no BS, about $1,000 on Christmas decorations. Like, I didn't realize, <laughs> anybody told me how expensive all that shit is. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, wreaths and fake trees and real trees and mm-hmm. fake uh, fake wreaths and real wreaths and uh, garland and lights and decorations. And I mean, it was, it was, I went a little, I was getting like OCD with it because the house did look so cute. So then, then like when one room was done, I had, you know, the living room was connected to the dining rooms and I really wanted to do the dining room too. So I knew that's where people were going to be. Mm-hmm. So put a lot of work into it. Mm-hmm. Had five crates of Christmas <laughs> decorations and the tree and the wreath. And I'm just like, I don't want to do it this year. And you moved all that with you, right? Yeah. So I still have it all. It's it's down in storage. I'm just like, I don't. But didn't you, didn't you say you were going to give it to Jess? Well, I was going to, but she didn't, she didn't ask for it. So it's going to stay in the stores this year. Uh, I don't know. I'm just not in the Christmas spirit. Actually, Miss California sent me a, uh, a Grinch plush doll over the (laughs) weekend. She's like, she's like Madame Christmas. She's already got all of her stuff up and. I I just I I don't know I don't know if I'm going to feel the Christmas spirit this year. Well, now here's a thought: she's coming back in a few weeks, right? Yeah. So when she comes back, why don't y'all decorate for Christmas? Because I don't want to. I mean, literally, I just got done decorating my house. <laughs> I'm tired of decorating, and I got to take it all down. And she's only here for 48 hours, so it's well, like, yeah, know. you don't want to spend all your time doing that. Yeah. Well, so, I don't you'll know. be here with us. Yeah, we'll you guys put de- all the hard work in, and then I'll we'll just be decorated, and you can just off. come and enjoy. I don't know. This conversation making me sad for some reason. I'm just like, Meh. Hmm. I just felt like God. This time last year, just felt like my life life was coming together so nicely. I remember that feeling of like, okay, like I'm back on my feet, and like I got people in my life and friends, and you know, I got this house now that's mine. I'm going to go decorate it. And it's just like, okay, here we are back at square one. Once again, you're not back at square one. A little bit. (laughs) You have a a new job. You have a new house. Square one. 
You have a new opportunity to make friends. But it's still back in square one. That's what I'm saying. Like my I life is officially yeah, restarted once again. That's okay. I don't know. My goal, Reboot. my goal, and if you have any tips on this, because I feel like the holidays, if you're somebody like Miss California that just like she's just so positive about everything. Mm. Um Love that. But I'm not like you know me. I'm not the most positive human being in the world. <laughs> um I like holidays can bring out a lot of stress too. Of like, oh, they're killers. I'm feeling it, you know what I mean? Like, they I just don't kill it. Oh, I don't yeah. want to do it this year. This year's been shitty. I just like, I don't. Oh yeah. I don't feel holly jolly. I don't feel mm-hmm. merry and bright and all that shit. I just like, mm-hmm. I. But I don't know how to get into the holiday spirit. I don't know because last year I, de- I had it for the first time in years. It just felt so good mm-hmm. to go do all that stuff and get, I mean, I, I was so excited to decorate my house and to have people over. And I was just mm-hmm. like, it was so excited. It was just so not like me period. Mm-hmm. Um, that's because my ex-wife hated Christmas, but I just always kind of put it on the back burner. Well, while we actually, married, you know? It was so like you, it was not like her. Yeah. So your, yeah. your family tradition. No, no I don't changed. want to have people at my house. Let's <laughs> not get twisted. No, 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 but no. Not now. Not this Christmas. You just moved to Baltimore. You have Jess yeah. and Garage yeah. Boy. And yeah. California. But it won't always be that way. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. We'll figure and it out. you still have us. Yeah. For better That's or worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fine. <laughs> And we'll look forward to having you here and what we've been doing um, at the lake since we have a gigantic ceiling, 20 foot or whatever, in the sunroom. And we bought a fake tree when we moved here, first time in my life. Yeah. And I had a real problem with that. I know. It wasn't a necessity. it is quite a compromise to go to, from a fake tree, I mean, from a real tree to a fake tree. Oh. But as somebody that bought their first fake tree last year, it is a whole lot easier. Goodness it gracious. It is. And we fake either. trees are expensive. Like, they need to tell us that because I wasn't really expecting that price tag on that. I think mine was like $300, like $300 for a tree. I know. They are expensive. Crazy. And even more so, like here, we have to have a 12-foot tree. Otherwise, it looks like a little Charlie Brown tree in the yeah. sunroom when we use it. So... You know, I ordered a fake twelve foot tree that that came with the lights, but now it's so heavy in the bag that Jim and I can't really manage it well. So, whoever's here on Thanksgiving, <laughs> maybe that's why you should come home. Um, puts up the tree, and sometimes we get to the ornaments. Sometimes we don't, and I just sort of do things between Thanksgiving and Christmas to get ready, and then on Christmas Eve, we just say it's done. Whether yeah. it's what it, it just is, what it is, it's just done right. because it seems silly to me to put pressure on myself to decorate for what I mean. I decorate a lot. I have a lot of Christmas stuff, as you know. Right. Um, right. But anyway, yeah, it's just it's it's a lot. It's a lot. I I wish I had it in me this year, but I just don't. It's just yeah. so it's fine. It's fine. Um, well, okay. So part number two thing I want to talk about today is, and I don't want to listen. I I know that it's like drilled into your head, and like it's everywhere you go, and you can't get away from it. And I never want this podcast to seem like a burden on 
political issues or news issues or anything. Like we're going to discuss them, but I feel like God, we've been talking about the coronavirus for since we started this podcast. It's like mm-hmm. basically right when we went to quarantine was like this week after a week before we launched this podcast. We I think quarantine I consider it like March fifteenth, and we launched the podcast on the twenty fifth. Right. Um. So I am. I, I'm. I bring this up today because I'm genuinely curious. This is not, I don't want to get in like a debate about it or what you should do or what you shouldn't do. And blah, 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 blah. I'm just genuinely curious on like where you stand when mm-hmm. it comes to the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Because I feel, let me just say this from a very selfish point of view. Here we go. Mm-hmm. I feel like with the exception of Miss California traveling from California to here, mm-hmm. I am really trying my hardest when it comes to staying safe. Now, it's not trying to be holier than thou. That's mm-hmm. just a personal preference what I'm trying to do. Because mm-hmm. I, I know that, that if the if I go down, the morning show goes down. Mm-hmm. And I mean, hell, if Jess goes down, the morning show goes down. Well, even more so, though, if I go down because I'm the one that pushes the buttons and everything. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't know how to do any of that. So literally, I mean, she could do she could do the show from her house. Like she doesn't need to be in the side studio. She can literally be in her house and it'd be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, if I go down, like, like the show goes down. Mm-hmm. So I have to, I gotta be really careful. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I do things like I wear a mask everywhere I go. If I'm outside, if I'm inside, I'm wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. Um, every now and then if I'm outside and I'm not around anybody, I'll take it off just because I feel like that's okay. Mm-hmm. If I'm in the, the gym, the only gym I'm going to right now is the one in my apartment complex. And mm-hmm. I, um, they have like, st- you know, rules on how many people can be in there and blah, blah, blah. You have to like reserve a time. And then uh, mm-hmm. uh, I will always wear a mask in there unless there's nobody that's in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, then, I'll, then I'll take it down. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than that, like I'm really trying to be, I'm really watching my like who I'm around and there's things I'm turning down, like work, there's like a work party um, the other day. And I, I said, I didn't really feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really feel comfortable going because mm-hmm. as of today, today's Sunday when we're recording this, um, we just hit 13 million. Is it 13 million? K- I just saw mm-hmm. the study a few minutes ago. Um, let me see. Da, 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 da. Wait, I'm sorry. 11 million cases. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was something like the speed of cases, like from 10 million to 11 million was like the fastest of the millions to get to. If that makes it, that's so mm-hmm. unprofessional, but right. that's the only way of saying it right now off the top of my head. Well, it's just um, rampant now. So in and, and my life alone, I told you last week, Holly and Miguel both have coronavirus. Yes. On Friday that my buddy, Dan, that talked about a lot, my military buddy up in New York, he has it. Now mm-hmm. he was supposed to come down here for Thanksgiving. Um, yeah. he's, he's supposedly been really strict with his things too. The military's got really st- tough regulations on it. And so obviously now he can't come. So mm-hmm. I'm just genuinely. Cu- oh, so the reason I bring this up is I feel like I'm being, I'm trying to follow the rules. Mm-hmm. Uh, that are just put out. Now, we don't want to sit here and argue. I don't want to argue about, is it fake? I just, mm-hmm. I don't want to get into it. Mm-hmm. What I am curious about, though, because when I am flipping around, again, the only window, window of the world to me right now is literally social media. That's like mm-hmm. the only glimpse of like reality that I get, which can be scary. Like, as I'm flipping through Insta stories, I'm seeing people out and about, Mm-hmm. Not wearing their mask, hanging out with friends. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw a literally a fundraiser last night. Somebody was at a fundraiser. Mm-hmm. 
with just people just running around not wearing masks. Mm. I see people at house parties. Yeah. I see people at, you know, I, I will, Jess and I will go to restaurants. Um, and every now and then my boss and I and Jess will go to restaurants, um, which even that's tricky. I get it because no matter who you are, you're at least around one other person. It doesn't matter. You know, like right. my mom, and my dad that just live at home, they're like safe, but, but there's always like somebody that's around somebody else. Mm-hmm. So I guess you always have to choose your one person of who you're going to like risk it with. Like mine's Jess. Like I got to risk it with Jess because I, I know that we have got to, at the end of the day, do our job and right. even though we're in separate studios and we're doing, there's still times we're going to cross paths. So I just have, that's my, that's my risk. Yes. Um, but that's really about it. My boss every now and then, but that's really my, my, my risk. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just genuinely curious. And then with like, with no judgment, with no judgment, mm-hmm. I'm just genuinely curious where you're at. Cause I, I mean, honestly, I'm burnt out with it. I'm burnt out. I'm burnt yes. to a crisp with it. I'm sick of it. I'm yep. sick of wearing the mask. I'm sick of, like today, it was so annoying. I took Kiki downstairs to go pee, and I forgot I had my mask. It made me go back and get my mask mm. um, before I could walk through the lobby. Uh, it's just like I'm tired of not being able to travel. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of like not being able to get out and go meet people. Like I'm just as burnt out as everybody else. Right. I guess my philosophy is the better that I do, the better everything. You know, the faster this will get done. That's like that's like my right. mindset. Maybe I'm dumb, but that's just my mindset. I know you guys are being, being very particular about it, but what are you seeing, Mom? Like, what are you? I feel like I'm I'm knowing more people that are getting it, and I'm seeing yeah. more people that are not giving a shit. Yeah, exactly. You know, we are pretty um, pretty safe here. I mean, we don't go out a lot. We very seldom even go to a restaurant. Um, Jim goes to the, you know, shooting range with his buddy and that's pretty safe. You know, they're, they're socially distanced and they're in, they're in their own little cubicle or whatever. I don't know what that's yeah. like, but he feels safe there. And he goes out to lunch with his, you know, three best buds, um, that he's gone out with forever and they all are older and are minimizing, you know, the people they're around, so, you know, today I went out with Maggie and I chose not draw to go Maggie. draw Maggie. I chose not to go um, when we agreed that I wouldn't go this weekend to a big antique market thing, you know, Scott's, because there are so many people there. Um, didn't Who we agreed? Maggie and I. Okay. Draw Maggie and I agreed that it probably wasn't the best thing for me. So she went with some friends and she went with her soon to be mother-in-law, Lisa, and they all, you know, they all had a great time and that was fine. Um, so, you know, today, and, and she felt safe. She, you know, they all kept their mask on and, you know. I feel couldn't. like every one of Dermaggy's friends has had damn coronavirus like six times. <laughs> like every time I taught her, she's like, yeah, this other person's got coronavirus. I'm like, oh, wow. You know, she has a large group of friends that have a large group of friends. Yeah. So, you know, whether it's her first tier or second tier, she has known a lot of people that have it. And, you know, I mean, we know more people that have it now. We all do um, because it's, it's, I mean, it's just going rampant now. So I think that, you know, this has to become our new normal, that we have to determine 
what is worth the risk to us to do. And we have to figure out how we're going to take care of ourselves because even if a vaccine came out, let's say tomorrow, I mean, it's going to be a long time before enough people get that vaccine and it proves to be effective for it to make a big difference in how we and how we really le- live our lives right? and how we socialize and how we gather. Um, so, you know, I'm hoping that, you know, I, I noticed when I was out today, we were at three or four stores and there, you know, weren't a lot of people around and we wore a mask and all the stores with the exception of one required mask. Um, and in the one that didn't, I only saw one person out of maybe five in the whole store that didn't have one. So I think that, you know, some people are becoming better. Most people are becoming better at wearing masks and socially distancing when they can. But we, we're in for the long haul, I'm afraid. And so yeah. a lot of I, mean, plans- I totally get it. I totally get it. I like it's I try I'm, I, as much as I shake my head at people that are just out and about doing like living their life at parties and stuff mm-hmm. like it's hard. It is hard. Mm-hmm. It's a really it's it's a real obstacle to yes. try to halt your life and like yeah we all did it for two weeks <laughs> you know and then yeah, right and then we were done and we thought we it done, we thought it would know? be done yeah it's like i i'm but just you know I'm just, i have other friends you know single friends that have not really changed the groups they hang out with and the places they go and the things they do because they're single they're lonely they can't they can't do it. I mean, it just drives them nuts. They don't have a job. They don't have any contact. Yeah. If that's they don't, it, well, I mean, you have a job. I, I, I am that friend. <laughs> no, you have a job and you have Jess and you have you have family and friends to talk to, but a lot of people don't. Um, you know, especially a lot of older people. So I think we all just have to make the best deci- decision that we can. And I certainly pray that this vaccine is, you know, effective and it's helpful and that most of us will take it when we feel right about it. But it's still, you know, I mean, today I think it really hit me, you know, and talking about Maggie and her wedding plans every day and then being out a little bit today that we're in for the long haul. So we need to, we need to figure out what we need to do to take better care of ourselves. And I'll tell you one thing is that I think that the stigma around mental health has lessened because I do believe that more people are reaching out for either professional help or help from others during this time. And because there are so many of us that need that help, you know, it's not, it it was it's not like before when it was optional or, it was unusual to hear some someone going to therapy. I mean, right. now it's becoming more of the norm, and I'm really happy about that because I think you know I'm a big advocate for mental health. But yeah, um, you know, I I just think we better settle down and determine what we're going to do to get through it. Yep, that's all we can do. Except the facts. 
that should have a, a positive upswing on it, but I don't really have a, a positive <laughs> upswing before we get into our quote. I don't know. I'm just burnt out. I had a rough weekend. I'm just like, I'm just lonely. And mm. it's it's just a real challenge. It's It was a real, I, I think I should have thought through this a little bit better before I took a job across the country and like completely isolated myself, you know, because we're already like isolated, but then like to completely isolate myself. I don't know. I, as thankful as I am for this job, it's like, God, I am very very alone out here so yeah well it's fine you know some would say that until you learn to live with yourself you don't really live with anyone else very well, well and i and i hate that shit too because no matter what like listen i'm and i'm not even a sociable person there's a big difference between living by yourself, which I've done for three years now, yeah, and being completely isolated from the world. That's like yeah. two totally different things. Yeah, I'm not saying that I need to have a wife in my house. I'm just saying I I can't. There's nowhere to go. There's no one to yeah. see. There's no one to meet. There's no one to like. No one's trying to meet new people right now. Everyone's just trying to stay in their bubble. They do go out. They're just trying to get in and get out. And like, mm-hmm. it's just not an ideal time to move across the country by yourself. Yeah. And, you know, Jess, I mean, Jess is great. We spend a lot of time together at work, but she's got her own boyfriend, you know, they're sure. not trying to spend the weekend with me and sure. they have, to have their own little life. And so sure, I'm just out here, just out here in this world. Just well, you know, after having said this is our new normal and we need to adjust. The other thing is we need to remember that it will not last forever. It won't yeah. last forever. Um, so we just have to do the best we can. Yeah. And I mean, at least you have a job, right? Yep. I, I thought about that the other day, actually, before I know we're kind of exhausting this topic, but, um, I was thinking the other day about, cause there was a job that I was up for that was going to be in January. Um, and I can't, I was like, just thinking like, God, I can't, I would, I would be like just <laughs> brain dead by now. Oh, if I still yeah. have a job, I would have gone mentally insane. So I don't know. Yeah. There, there is no, listen, there is no, there are a lot of not great solutions for 2020 and right. like, especially in my industry, like a friggin' I won't throw shade, but one of the companies I used to work for, mm-hmm. uh, another massive layoff. They just, mm-hmm. I just saw 50, 75, which I mean, may not sound like a, a large number in your industry, but there's not mm-hmm. a lot of us left. Yeah. Not a lot of us left. So I'm just watching this industry just get slashed again. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. it's fine. Yeah. We have to um, take care of ourselves and take care of each other. Yep. 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 Okay. Let's get to our quote for today. Hopefully something positive. <laughs> Nothing about coronavirus, please. Well. <laughs> you rethinking your quote now? <laughs> it's like everything is terrible. Well, let's just say it's relevant. Okay. We sense that quote unquote normal isn't coming back, that we are being born into a new normal a new kind of society, a new relationship to the earth, a new experience of being human. And that's Charles Eisenstein. And I think that's what we have to come to grips with. It's yeah. a new experience of being human. Right? I don't like it. What I don't that look like? I know. like it. We don't like it, but I don't like it. You know, we have to adapt. We always have to adapt. And we always grow. I mean, we grow the most through our challenges. You know that. We all know that. So let's just let's just try to take the best care of ourselves that we can. Let's be as safe as we can. Let's be as positive as we can. Let's connect to one another. Let's reach out for help when we go down to the pits. 
Let's yep. reach out for help um, because it's out there, whether it's a friend, a loved one, family, a therapist, whomever, whatever you need to do to ask for help, ask for help because none of this, none of us are in this alone. We're all in this together, together. We're all in it together. So we'll we'll all come out on the other side together and hopefully be even better than before. I feel like y'all are in it together. I'm in my apartment. (laughs) No, you're not. I'm in my apartment. Y'all are in it together. No, we're not. It's fine. It's fine. It's It's all good. Uh, Okay. So we'll get to cheese man here in a couple seconds. Uh, You know, one thing we talk about is you just, that's what, that's the one thing you can do is take care of yourself. That's, you know, your mind, your body, your spirit, your skin, your hair. Like all these, these are the things you can control is like, what's your skin looking like? And I will say that my skin has never looked better. Mm. Nobody can see it, but it's (laughs) never looked better. I got nowhere to go with this beautiful skin. You can see it. Damn it, it looks good. <laughs> um, we've been we've been uh, really big fans of Bear and Bloom Cosmetics, and we love so many things about these. Not just the people that put it together. That's really where it starts. Like I don't know Ahmed, but I feel like him and I'd be best friends. We like <laughs> talk on social media all the time now. And he's uh, him and Savannah are the owners. I'm like, I just love this guy so much. Um, and listen, like that's the like. So what can you control? Can you control like the products you're putting in your body on your body? Uh, really highly recommend that you go check out Bear and Bloom. You got some extra time now, right? Like why not mm-hmm. have your skin in like tip top shape for when you come out? You know, you come out of 2020 heading into 2021 looking just amazing. This bullion stuff is like a game changer. That's the anti aging serum that I put on every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is. So good. That plus you see every time I go on TV, I use the puffer buffer. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend that. That's a problem too, because when you wake when you're tired, and like we're all tired. I'm like, I'm I'm a different kind of tired than you. Like maybe you're tired because you're, you know, you got homeschool and you gotta do a job. And I'm tired because I gotta get so early. We're all tired right now. 2020 is the year of being tired. Mm-hmm. This puffer buffer stuff is absolutely incredible. Like it will just it'll just it'll take you like looking like you had a, a full night's sleep. Anytime I go on TV now, I'm always doing that. So uh highly recommend all the products over at Bear and Bloom. Like go treat yourself. Or what I love, I forgot who did this did this in the um the uh, certified fans page, but they uh they bought a bunch of puffer buffers for stocking stuffers. Yeah, or, love like, that. Listen, for like your your girlfriends for uh for the holidays. I know the holidays are coming up, so let's start getting focused on this. You already got your tree up, so you might as well start holiday shopping as well. Um go to bear and bloom naturals.com. Bear and bloom naturals.com. Bear and bloom naturals.com. Uh from anti-aging to uh they've got the there's just so many good products. The diaper uh, powder that they have the uh, the nipple butter they have the the bumpy gonsome shave shave cream they have for the gentlemen the uh, the baby balm uh, the puffer buffer the witch's brew it's all great stuff bear and bloom naturals.com use the promo code kramer get 20 percent off your order and go check it out also one thing that you uh listen i i personally spend a lot of time in bed because <laughs> it's like well it's not a lot of time but it's valuable time like my right. time in bed is like super valuable to me yeah and so i always i i preach two things about a good night's sleep well three things really number one you gotta have the right air temperature okay like mm-hmm. don't make it too hot don't make it too cold whatever you gotta get, get yours right mine's cold like i gotta have a ceiling fan going on i gotta have a noise machine going on <laughs> and uh i can't have my room more than like 73 degrees i'll freak out oh, so yeah. there's that then you got to have a good mattress, okay? You got to make sure your mattress is right. But when's the last time you thought about your sheets? Like, mm-hmm. that is so 
important. And especially if you have sheets that are like coming off the edges or not quite fitting your, your bed right. Linen Fit is who we've been promoting recently, and they're great. They've got this patent technology that ensures your, your sheets are going to fit no matter what your mattress is or your lifestyle or your wallet. They've got the perfect set of sheets for you right now. I say lifestyle because you may sleep with somebody that's a complete roller or you could be the roller. And like, it's so annoying when like you look over and your partner, you hear that pop in the middle of the night. You know, I say that like, oh, just, just gross. Um, when you go linen fit, these sheets are so good because I mean, not only I love the cotton ones, but that's the ones I have in my bed right now, mm. but making your bed so much easier because of the way that these, you'll have to see the sheets when you get them. It's like this. I don't know if they want me to tell you the technology <laughs> behind it, but on top of that, they're affordable. So go, like, especially maybe some of your parents this holiday. Mm-hmm. Maybe think about a new oh, sheet for them. That. Yeah, I might get that for my mom. That may be what you're getting for the holidays, mom. I love it. Um, Linen Fit is offering everyone that listens to Certified Mama's Boy 20% off their order right now. If you go to linenfit.com and use the code Kramer at checkout, great holiday gift, L I N E N F I T.com. Sli- or you know, use the code Kramer, you get 20% off your purchase over at Linen Fit. Okay, Cheese May here in a couple seconds. And I uh, want to say hi to all the certified fans. Thank you so much for making this podcast a possibility. Without you, we are literally nothing. Um, certified fans are people that give $5 a month to the podcast because it means something to them. You do the math on that, it's like 20 cents a day or something. Uh, when you give that, it kind of helps grow and continue with this podcast. I thought we may have had a certified fan over the weekend, but let me double check that. Okay. Um, but we, we're just so appreciative of anybody that gives to this podcast in, in any sense. If it's listening, if it's supporting the advertisers that advertise on this podcast, or by becoming a certified fan, we just we just really appreciate you. So I want to make sure we stop down every single podcast and just say thank you because we we genuinely, genuinely appreciate everything that you do for us. Yes, and if you're um, a fan and you're not on our fan page, oh, you're missing out. Yeah, you are. Uh, don't forget, so January, a bunch of new perks are coming in. So I want to make sure that that's, uh, that's you know, you're set to go for that because the price is going to go up just a little bit, maybe a dollar or two, not not a ton, mm-hmm. but it's going to come with a whole new new set of perks. And uh, that's all I want to say right now, but just cool hey. stuff. So uh, we'll say hi to uh, Vanessa F. Vanessa F is one of our long-term. She's been uh, a fan since, I don't know, but a while. So let me see if I have a date on her. Um, since July the 20th, she's been a fan. So we just appreciate you, Vanessa. Thank you so much for being a certified fan. We love you. And here's your second whoop whoop. Yes. Whoop whoop. So if you want to be a certified fan, just text the word fans, F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8, 888-Kramer8. And, um, we will make sure that we, uh, you become a fan and become a supporter of this podcast. And we just really appreciate you. So, all right, Mom, I got to get into cheese, man. That's it for us for today. We'll come back tomorrow with you and ask my mom. Well, one other reminder about Hot 50 Podcast oh, yeah. Magazine. Yes. Go and vote. Please. Vote every please, please, day. Please. We're excited. Yes. Um, we're we, going to be featured in January, and we don't want to be number 50. <laughs> yep. No, we don't. We, or worse. <laughs> or worse. So, yeah, if, you'll text the word, if you'll text the word vote, because they're doing an article about our podcast, which is amazing. And yes. thank you for that, by the way, because that's all because of you. Yes. Um, in January. So that's if we make it to January, who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, but if we do make it to January, then there's going to be an article about us in Podcast Magazine. And what we're trying to say is we don't want to be – like we want to make sure we stay number two that month, right? Oh, so. Huh. 
voting is on right now for January. It seems like they, they cut them off about like the 10th of the month. So we didn't know that till this week. So you might want or to last week. So you might want to go if you don't mind and just vote. And if you'll text me now, I'll send you a link and I'll send you a reminder later on to vote again. You can vote every single day. If you got different email addresses. How about type those in too, just so we can get, you know, we can get a ton of votes going. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see us stay at number one. And I feel like it's getting more and more competitive. You mean number so, two. Number two. Yeah. We don't yeah. ever be number one. Wow. Uh, so text the word vote, V-O-T-E, V-O-T-E to 888-Kramer8. Vote to 888-Kramer8. And mom, that's it for today. Okay. We're all in this together. Everybody hang tight. Love you forever. All right. So today we're going to do things a little bit different. Um, I thought from time to time this could be kind of fun where you actually get to take control of the Monday Cheesemay with a new segment that we're calling Wheel of Cheesemay. Yes. Welcome to the Wheel of Cheesemay, which is basically (laughs) you're like, what the hell is this? I don't know why we need that big intro, but just go with me here. In case you don't know what Cheesme is, by the way, it's gossip. And I used to do a segment in Spanish, by the way. That's The translation literally is gossip. And in the Spanish culture, the, the Mexican culture specifically, the uh, what I've learned is that the, if you're a chismoso, you love the gossip. And I love it. I just love it. I love to talk about it. I love to hear it. I love all of it. So when I was in San Diego, we did a segment called Kramer's Cheese May, which was just uh, uh, just a gossip segment. So I kind of brought it over to the podcast and we called Monday Cheese May. And now we're going to do Wheel of Cheese May. So how this is going to work is uh, from time to time, I'll go on Instagram and I'll say, listen, what's the story that you want to hear? Like you tell me the story uh, that you want to hear. And then what we'll do is we'll take all of those and we will spin a wheel and that will be our uh, that will be our cheese may story for today. I'll answer the best that I can because I know you still have questions about things. And so, if you don't follow me on Instagram, every now and then, like I said, I'll just pop it up there and you can just do it. So, what we'll do now is we'll just literally spin this wheel. You can hear it and find out which cheese may story that we're gonna do. All the stories have been added, and we are gonna do this one right here. Okay. Um. The question says, what's the relationship like with you and Gina now? What's the relationship like with you and Gina now? Um, how do I answer that question? In case you don't know who Gina is, Gina was my old co-host in San Diego. And we worked together for four and a half years, four years. Um, Gina and I have not spoken in quite some time. And that's mainly on my behalf. I have not reached out to her. <sighs> I'm, I'm like trying to think through this because I don't even really know how to explain this the best way. Um, I love Gina. Gina to me will always be like one of my best friends um, because what she gave to me in four years of personal life development is something that I gain. I grew more with Gina as a person than I've ever grown with any other human in my life. Um, the time that we made radio together was a great time. You know, like I've got very few things to say. I mean, we definitely had our ups and downs, but not, but way many ups than downs. Um, I, I have added some distance with Gina. Um, I, I think that Gina and I, I hope my hope is that Gina and I will come back together and we can remain great friends. And, um, when things are kind of just chilled out a little bit, there's a lot of things that happened in 2020 
that put a strain on our friendship. Uh, you know, obviously losing the job was tough. I've told you on this podcast before that Gina felt like I didn't come to her defense because when I got let go and then I was waiting for uh, my podcast to launch, I didn't really say much. I knew that I was going to use the podcast, like the catalyst of what happened as like the, or I should say the, the reason why I got let go as a catalyst to launching the podcast, right? And so I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything positive, anything negative. I just said, if you want to know the real story of why I got let go, text this number and I'll tell, and I'll text you back when it's time to know. Well, a lot of people, for whatever reason, went in on Gina. Um, I think that because from what she expressed to me, um, that a lot of people went in on her and said things about like, did you like let it get him let go? Because her name moved to the the front of the show, and so I don't I don't know why that rumor started, but for some reason, like a lot of a lot of question marks went to Gina about like what happened, and she could only say very little. But I feel like once that happened, she started you know that I didn't come to the defense and say this had nothing to do with Gina. She started it, it. She didn't like that. She didn't like that. So put a strain on our relationship. But then things got better, and then we had the Margarita Fest episode right in case you didn't hear that that was when i was told about this experience and she didn't like the way that i told the story she thought there was a, a part in there that i don't really want to get back into you can go back into the margarita fest episodes and listen to maybe you want to but um she felt like that i had said something about her that was untrue in there so then she didn't like that and then it kind of turned into the social media thing back and forth with her um, but I still like, I still was like, okay. And like wanted to give, you know, I, I, my relationship with Gina is still very valuable to me. And I, I have to believe mine's still valuable to her too. I think that where I had to put some distance in was when I took this job in Baltimore and when Jess took the job and left the channel 933 show. <laughs> it wasn't the greatest experience with, with a lot of people. I'm not even saying Gina's name in that because I know Gina was supportive. Her and I had, had a long conversation about that, but what happened was there's a lot of people in that building, um, that weren't supportive. We're really talking shit on my name. Um, were, trying to convince Jess not to come uh, again, no names because it doesn't matter, but like a lot of colors, a lot of, a lot of true colors came out in that situation and that were really disappointing to me, but I just decided I've got to distance myself from the iHeartRadio San Diego people um, because it's just, it wasn't healthy for me. It wasn't, it was – I had to just basically put a pause on that chapter until I feel like things calmed down. Gina, I will always say good things about Gina. Um, I And I, I think that one day Gina will be able to resume our friendship once the professional part of it has kind of calmed down a little bit. But just right now, I just have to distance myself from all the Channel 933 stuff because it's just – it was – just really some things were said and done that were really disappointing to me. And I feel like, so because of that, I have to put everything on pause, um, with, with everybody in that group. 
even though Gina's not the catalyst of it. Um, I just have to, I just got to chill for a second. And I guess there's part of me that wonders if I'm being a shitty friend because I've had to add some space. And again, Gina didn't specifically do anything, but I feel like she'll always be attached to channel 933 in my mind in a sense, right? At least for now, at least for now, while they're still kind of fresh. And um, so I don't know if I'm the wrong for that. I don't know if that makes me just a, a crap friend for not reaching out to her and saying hi and just checking in on a personal level. But things really pain me from the channel 933 situation. And I don't know that right now if Gina and I can talk about things that aren't related to like the radio or the situation, you know? That is how our relationship is. I love her. I, I, and I know that she loves me. And I, I have a feeling that one day we'll be able to be friends again. But there you go. Wheel of cheese made today. And uh, we'll do it again. Do you like that? Do you like being able to like, ask questions or me just to, I'll, I'm going to give you the honest answer. As honest as I can give you. And uh, there you go. Let's get into some good news. Okay, two feel-good stories, and then we'll do a made me laugh, and we'll say goodbye and happy Monday. Uh, we know having a, a, a good neighbor is important, right? Maybe one that's not having an affair, or maybe so, because they add po- podcast content to your life. Uh, that's what happened. Though. A good neighbor situation over at Worst Bar, W-U-R-S-T, the, but two dots over the U. Is that Worst Bar? Eh. Over in Jersey City, when a worker was exposed to a virus that they decided the safest course of action was to shut down temporarily. But their good friends down the street over at this barber shop didn't want to see the restaurant lose any business, so they actually stepped in. Less than 24 hours later, there's workers over at the barber shop that started volunteering to take shifts to keep Worst Bar open. So the weather's too nice out here to let our neighbors at Worst Bar stay closed. That was the uh, the owner of the uh, of the barbershop posted on Instagram. Said, I've taken over the bar and I'm selling pretzels, beer, wine, and cider for outdoor seating only. Come by and support the great staff. So yeah, like that's crazy, right? Like he's like, no, y'all aren't y'all are not closing down. They just took turns going out there and selling stuff. Worst bar, by the way, beyond grateful for the situation, singing their praises of the generous neighbors who pitched in and encouraging their followers to get out to the uh, and actually get a haircut at the barbershop to support their fellow local business. And now all of the restaurants staff has tested negative and they're back to operations over at worst bar so i love that story man stepping in and taking uh taking help or giving help to your neighbors when they need it okay um let's talk about this 100 year old pilot his name is harry and harry doesn't let a little thing like age get in the way of him following his passion he started flying in 1942 as the air of the army air corps and uh and he hasn't stopped yet by the way the world war ii pilot says he flies every single week it's including his 100th birthday which is last month this veteran may be the oldest active pilot in the world, and his family even submitted a video to the, the folks over at the Guinness World Records as proof, but he says, I'm not that interested in all that. He says that the, the record would probably be more for his family than it was for him, adding, maybe they just want to say that their grandpa did this. And while he thinks it's amazing that he still takes to the skies at this age, he believes that life is all about taking risk and doing what you love. Just don't sit back and just say, my God, that's, that's too dangerous. It's not. Takes a chance. Maybe that's the message I need to hear today. You know, like I, I, I have had a a, a rough weekend. Uh, just uh, mentally, I've had a rough weekend, 
and just feeling very alone, very isolated. But I have to remember, I took a chance to come do this and I felt like it was the right path to take. And I, I'm just hoping the universe doesn't let me down. Right. So, and I'll leave you with a made me laugh today, uh, all about Christmas decorations. And for those putting them up and have them up, congratulations for those that don't, I understand exactly where you are. Jim Gaffigan, though, has got a pretty unique viewpoint on, like, what the hell are we doing? Why? <laughs> Over holiday traditions, like the Christmas tree, where we go out and we chop down a tree and we put it in our living room. Kind of sounds like the behavior of a drunk man, really. <laughs> Some woman wakes up. Honey, why is there a, a pine tree in our living room? I like it. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna decorate it for Jesus. Uh, and then I'm gonna hang my socks over the fireplace. Fill them with candy. Maybe I'll tie some leaves to the ceiling, see if I can get some action. But now I gotta puke on that couch. Merry Christmas. Some people get so into Christmas, they decorate their yards. It seems completely backwards. All right, chop down that tree, bring it in here. Take all these lights, put them out there. Oh, I just gotta, I really gotta get a job. I love him. I love his voices he makes. All right, thank you so much. Appreciate you being here today. Uh, we got a new episode tomorrow with a Ask My Mom. And make sure you're voting for Podcast Magazine. Just text the word VOTE to 888-Kramer8. I love you so much. I'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever. 